Loving Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for giving us the privilege of life. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit and the work the holy angels do on our behalf on a daily basis. Thank you for forgiveness of sins. And we also thank you for your word. Dear Father, please be with us as we go through your word. Help us, Lord, to learn lessons that are important for us as we strive on this earth to live a life in harmony with your will. Grant every one of us the gift of your spirit and speak to our hearts, dear Lord. Feed our souls. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. November 30 Arabian Interlude Neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Galatians chapter 1 verse 17 Paul's life was in peril and he received a commission from God to leave Damascus for a time. He went into Arabia and there, in comparative solitude, he had ample opportunity for communion with God and for contemplation. He wished to be alone with God, to search his own heart, and to deepen his repentance, and to prepare himself by prayer and study to engage in a work which appeared to him too great and too important for him to undertake. He was an apostle, not chosen of men, but chosen of God, and his work was plainly stated to be among the Gentiles. While in Arabia, he did not communicate with the apostles. He sought God earnestly with all his heart, determining not to rest till he knew for a certainty that his repentance was accepted and his great sin pardoned. He would not give up the conflict until he had the assurance that Jesus would be with him in his coming ministry. He was ever to carry about with him in the body the marks of Christ's glory in his eyes, which had been blinded by the heavenly light, and he desired also to bear with him constantly the assurance of Christ's sustaining grace. Paul came into connection with heaven and Jesus communed with him, and established him in his faith, bestowing upon him his wisdom and grace. All who are under the training of God need the quiet hour for communion with their own hearts, with nature, and with God. They need to have a personal experience in obtaining a knowledge of the will of God. We must individually hear him speaking to the heart when every other voice is hushed, and in quietness we wait before him. The silence of the soul makes more distinct the voice of God. Amidst the hurrying throng and the strain of life's intense activities, he who is thus refreshed will be 
surrounded with an atmosphere of light and peace, he will receive a new endowment of both physical and mental strength. His life will breathe out a fragrance and will reveal a divine power that will reach men's hearts. Amen. The title of our devotion for today is Arabian Interlude. Arabian Interlude is referring to a time when Paul went to Arabia to spend some time. After he was healed of his blindness, he spent time with the disciples. He says in Acts 9, reading from verse 22, he says, But Saul increased the more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt in at Damascus, proving that this is very Christ. And after that, many days were fulfilled. The Jews took counsel to kill him. But their laying await was known of Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and let him down by the wall in a basket. And when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he assayed to join himself to the disciples. But they were all afraid of him, and believed not that he was a disciple. Amen. Now, what we see here is that in Damascus, when Saul began to preach Jesus and disputed and made it clear to the Jews that, like it says here, he proved that Jesus was the Messiah, which is basically going through the same studies that we have gone through, showing from the Psalms, from the Law of Moses, and from the Prophets that Jesus was the Messiah. He did those studies with them and it was clear. And what was their response? The same response that Saul had when they were proving it to him too, that's before his conversion. They wanted to kill him. And when he knew about it, the disciples took him away and laid him through a basket in out of Damascus. Now, in the book of Galatians chapter 1, he explains to us what happens because from there we see that he goes to Jerusalem. But before going to Jerusalem, that is where Saul had his Arabian, Arabian interlude. In Galatians 1, reading from verse 11, he tells his story saying, But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. For ye have heard of my conversation in time past, in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it, and profited in the Jews' religion above many my equals in mine own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his Son in me, that I may preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Take note of those words. He said immediately. He did not seek the permission of anybody. He says, I conferred not. I did not discuss the matter with flesh and blood. I heard what Jesus was saying. And then in verse 17, he says, neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Then after three years, I went to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him fifteen days. But other of the apostles saw I none, save James the Lord's brother. Amen. So, we see that Arabian interlude here, 
where Saul is saying that it's a lesson that we learn. When the Lord calls you to do a work, it is not for you to seek any man's permission. He says here, neither conferred I with any flesh. That's what he says. And he went to preach Christ. Neither conferred I with flesh and blood. And then he says he didn't even go to Jerusalem, but he went to Arabia. Why did he go to Arabia? As we read in Devotion, Conflict and Courage, page 340, paragraph 2, he wished to be alone with God, to search his own heart, to deepen his repentance and to prepare himself by prayer and study to engage in a work which appeared to him too great and too important for him to undertake. He was an apostle, not chosen of men, but chosen of God, and his work was plainly stated to be among the Gentiles." End of quote. You see, this thing that Saul did, taking out time to study, is something we need to do. There are some of us who have not had our own Arabian interlude. The apostles, they had it. Jesus stayed with them even after three and a half years of ministry. After the resurrection of Jesus, Jesus stayed with them 40 days, teaching them from his word. We need time. 40 days is no small time. Imagine the apostles needed 40 days with Jesus. And can you imagine what it means to sit under the tutelage of Jesus? No wonder their ministry was so mighty. It is no wonder that we may not be as powerful as these people were because we do not take time apart to spend with God. And we're not talking of morning and evening devotions here. We're talking about days apart to study the word of God together to know what is the truth and not just to know the truth theoretically but to have time to confess our sins to deepen our repentance and prepare ourselves by prayer to engage in the work that god has given to us it is very important that we know this we need to have our own arabian interlude and the work to be done in that time is a deep-seated work in our hearts to examine ourselves to know what we are of what is our motive can i bear what is coming ahead of me you need to study the word of god when he's telling you that all that will live in christ jesus will suffer persecution and you need to prepare yourself and arm yourself with the same mindset you know that was what peter said in the book of first peter chapter 4 reading from verse 1 there Peter was explaining concerning the kind of mindset that every Christian should have, seeing that we know what our Lord Jesus was like. He said, For as much then as Christ had suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind, for he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. It's all about our mind. Have you sat down and counted the cost? Saul had this Arabian interlude where he was counting the cost. Jesus says, count the costs, whether you are able. That is what we are supposed to do in our Arabian interlude. And it's not just in counting the costs, but when you realize the costs, you request for strength from the Lord to be able to bear what is coming ahead of you. And there was a lot coming ahead of Paul. He was going to be persecuted. One time he was stoned almost to death. In fact, when you read the encounter of the things that Saul passed through, you realize that he needed this Arabian interlude because the Lord was with him. It is not in the strength of man that one can go through what Paul went through. He says in the book of Second Corinthians chapter 11, reading from verse 22, Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. 
are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more in labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequent, in deaths deaths oft of the Jews five times received I forty stripes save one. He's saying that means he was flogged five times, and those five times, out of four of them, he was he he received forty stripes. That's forty. I don't know how we we'll call it now. Whip was used on him, and they flogged him forty stripes. Four times, the fifth one, it was not maybe up to 40 stripes. Then he says in verse 25, Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Thrice, and that time he was stoned. The, the Bible records that to everybody he was dead. But suddenly he just stood up and went about preaching. It looks as if there was no need for him to even do any, um, go for any first aid. God, it seems like God just resurrected him. Going on, it says in verse 25, Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I have been in the, in the deep, in journeys oft, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, beside those things that are without that which cometh upon me that which cometh upon me daily the care of all the churches who is weak and i am not weak who is offended and i burn not if i must needs glory i will glory of the things which concern my infirmities in this arabian interlude saul was receiving strength from the lord for these events that took place but not that that's all of course as a daily basis like he said i die daily it was he who said so I die daily, every day. It was important that he allowed his flesh to be crucified. Every day, duty was not was not was was um, conflicting with his inclinations. It was not that he loved to go about doing these things that he was doing, preaching the word of God from place to place and receiving this persecution. Who would receive this kind of persecution and would not be afraid to move forward to preach again? Imagine being flogged, forty strokes. strokes how many times? The first time after that, you'll be afraid. But he was flogged five. He was flogged five times, stoned, beaten with rods. How was he able to do this? Dying daily. And how was he able to die daily? It was like an Arabian interlude every day. But before that dying daily, this Arabian interlude was important to prepare him for the work ahead of him. Because the Lord has told him, "I will show you what things you will suffer for my sake." And of all people, he knew very well what persecution meant being someone who was meeting out persecution to people. He locked up women in prison, killed some, locked up men in prison, delivered them to the high priest. So he knew very well what he was going to come up against being one who was doing it to others before. He needed to take time apart, realizing what he has done to people that is going to be done to him very soon. And he needed strength from the Lord. Also, he sins. It's not easy to be a murderer. And come out of that knowing very well that you are supposed to be in prison but you are walking free. And then knowing very well that these sins, the guilt of it can always haunt you anytime. We find it difficult to forgive ourselves and accept forgiveness from God and Saul needed to accept God's forgiveness. And in this Arabian interlude, it was time for him to develop an immunity against the things that people are going to say about him. They will all nobody forgot Saul till the day he died. They knew him. This is the man who used to kill Christians. 
They knew him everywhere he went, no matter how many years ahead, 10 years later, 20 years later, they always identify him as that killer. Now, imagine being reminded of your sins all the time. It can crush you. But Saul during this time had gotten forgiveness from the Lord as he searched his heart and examined himself so that whatever anybody says about him later, he could say, Christ came to save sinners of whom I am chief. He could say as it is written in the book of Ephesians 2 reading from verse 1, And you had he quickened, of course himself also, who were dead in trespasses and sins wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation. So he includes himself that he was also under the control of Satan. We all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ, by grace are ye saved, and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Amen. Also, later in his life, when he was writing to Titus, he also expressed the same thing in Titus chapter 3, Reading from verse 3, he says, For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that the kindness and the love of God our Saviour towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Christ Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. This is the training that Saul received. It takes training for us to receive the pardon that comes from Jesus. He had this time in Arabia where he needed that um, forgiveness. He needed to accept it from the Lord. And we also, sometimes we need our own Arabian interlude. And we need to die daily, actually. We need to die daily. In the Arabian interlude, we need to examine ourselves. We need to check our hearts and know what our motives are about and receive forgiveness from God, study the word of God so that we can know the truth as it is in Jesus, so that when we speak concerning the things we believe, it is not something that will be cut off balance when we are asked questions, but that we will know of a surety this is the truth and be able to prove the truth to all those who ask us the reason for our faith. You may have, you may need your own Arabian interlude. Saul's own came because the, the people in Damascus wanted to kill him. Times come when you are not so busy. Perhaps you have finished secondary school, you, have, you don't know what to do with your life yet. And even the plans you have, things are happening that is making it not to come to pass. You are just waiting. That is the time for you to have your own Arabian interlude. It may be that you are looking for a job, but for a long time you haven't found one use that time for an Arabian interlude. It may be that you even lost your job and that is crushing your mind. Why don't you take out that time to have that same Arabian interlude? Maybe someone has broken your heart 
a friend of yours you were supposed to get married and it didn't work out as you wanted it to why don't you take out that time to have an arabian interlude examine yourself receive repentance and forgiveness from god and then study the word of god to know the truth that you may be an instrument for the lord to use to his glory May the Lord give us the grace to have this time, not just for some time, but even every day to die daily and be ready for the work ahead of us. May we receive such strength from the Lord, is my prayer. Let us pray. Thank you, dear Father, for your words. I pray for all of us who are listening and your children. Please, as much as we need these times where we spend with you to examine ourselves and receive forgiveness and repentance from you if you see that we need it lord please help us the way you did for saul and give us some time out where we may study your word and have time to know the reasons for our faith and receive pardon and forgiveness from you i pray father that by your grace we shall all grow into the most holy faith and that we may behold christ thank you lord in jesus name i've prayed amen Steal away, steal away, steal away,
Namaste.